What's up? If you want to hear us pre-record this podcast and hear all of the mistakes we make before the edits, you got to come hang out with us on Twitch, twitch.com slash daydreamer media. You guys can also get your questions answered for all of your start sit questions and just come hang out. Have a good time again. Twitch.com slash daydreamer media. Welcome in to the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. I'm JJ. I got Keone and Ryan with me here. What up, y'all? What's up, guys? You know what it is. R-O-K-K-O. Rocco, Rocco, Rocco. Hey, hey. <laughs> and Reba McIntyre, apparently. <laughs> hey, my lips played it in the past. Oh, you guys didn't watch Reba. All right. No, I did love I love Reba. I love, oh, okay. You know I love Reba. It's a soft spot for me. Yeah. All right. Um, soft spot for her. She might have a soft spot for me, you know? <laughs> you never know. You never know. Yeah. Uh, she's going to go the voice. Ah, is that what she's doing nowadays? Yeah. She was great in Little Rascals, so that's hmm. all right. We got a couple. Uh, well, we got a, a Thursday night matchup going on tonight: Saints at Rams. Uh, so, if you have any of those players, get them out of your flex into your starting lineup if you're playing them. Then we got a couple Saturday matchups: Bengals at Steelers, Bills at Chargers. So, again, if you have the room and you have any of those players, get them in your starting lineup. Keone, any advice for, for uh, um, those people? Be sure, remember, like really, really remember, and don't do not do something to where you are asleep in the middle of the day on Saturday to where you forget to put in somebody who's playing in a Saturday game, and then it costs you your fantasy championship by one point. Yeah, that's good, that's good advice. Uh, so let's get into some news. All right, Falcons will start Taylor Heineke at quarterback this week against the Colts. Desmond Ritter's second benching of the season. Hey, hey. Looks like it'll be Heineke the rest of the season. Good Pretty or bad hard for... hard to get benched twice in one season. <laughs> it's true. Actually, you know, it's really impressive. It is. It's impressive how many red zone turnovers Desmond Ritter's had. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah. There you go. True. Um, good or bad for the fantasy players are the Bijan Robinsons and Drake London's Kyle Pitts. To me, it's mid. It, I, I yeah. don't think it made it that much better like we thought it was going to. Like we were hoping, yeah. I think they are the most matchup-based offense in the NFL, and I don't know if that's even true. But we do know that Arthur Smith might be coaching for his job. You don't lose 9-7 to seven as an offensive coach. I think you're going to keep your job when you're in the playoff race. Seahawks are going to start Geno Smith this week against the Titans. Going to get a full week of practice, and he'll be good to go. So, Geno Smith back. Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence remains in concussion protocol. Didn't practice on Wednesday. Uh, That's a pretty big hit for them. Yep. Uh, So, probably not playing. play Calvin Ridley? I don't want to. Mm, yeah, I'm a, uh, on I him. The answer is no. I guess I agree. Yeah, like uh, he's 
he's probably somewhere around 36, but probably closer to 40. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, don't want to play. Baltimore promoted running back Melvin Gordon from the practice squad, and they placed Keaton Mitchell on IR. It's um, like us Edwards show there, though, I think. Yep. Good for Melvin Gordon, uh, though. Always consistently yeah. being on a team. You know, get your money. Yeah. Get paid, sir. I think this is bigger news if you were if you had Keaton Mitchell, but you already yeah, yeah. knew like his season's over. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bengals wide receiver Jamar Chase is out this week dealing with the AC joint sprain. That's that Saturday morning game, Keone. So that's mm. that's that person where if you, you have him in your lineup, get him out now so that way you don't accidentally leave him in. Exactly. Texans quarterback CJ Stroud is likely out this week as he remains in concussion protocol through Wednesday. They were talking big. about his symptoms and stuff, and it does not sound like he's anywhere close to clearing. Oh, uh, so. yeah, that's that's uh, not what you wanted to see going into uh, going into playoffs, because those were, you know, him and I presume this next guy were people you really wanted to to be able to play. Yeah. Wide receiver Nico Collins limited in practice on Wednesday. You're going to have to wait and see on him. And mm-hmm. even if he does play, are you starting him? Do you want to start him? I don't I don't know. It's it's tough. They face. They face the Browns, which is a pretty good defense. Mm-hmm. So, and they only scored was it nineteen points this past week, and I was in overtime. So, not a not a whole lot of stuff. I think happening. I would. Man, it's hard. I think I would start. You're talking about Nico Collins. I yeah yeah. Even without so, C.J. Stroud, I I think the offense is good enough to produce one receiver without C.J. CJ Stroud. We saw that with Noah hmm. Brown a little bit, right? Uh, I it's gonna be hard with Cleveland's defense. Really hard. I'm wrong. I'm staying uh, away. Yeah, so I'm staying away. I lied. It's because I have you, Nico Collins and Dynasty. I just like him. I root for him all the time. <laughs> yeah, I I feel you, but I'm I'm staying away this I lied. week. It's hard. It's hard. Colts running back Jonathan Taylor participated in a walkthrough on Tuesday. Uh, Good, good news for him. Uh, uh, Zach Moss still was still a non-participant, uh, so you're really hoping to get Jonathan Taylor there. Uh, and then wide, wide receiver Michael Pittman was limited uh, dealing with the concussion. So we really need him. We really need him to play um, for your but, for your uh, for your team. For yeah. Um, okay. Also, but just be prepared. If if Jonathan Taylor doesn't go, hopefully you picked up Trey Sermon, yeah. and he should be. You know, he could be a guy that you you play as otherwise. Commanders running back Brian Robinson didn't practice on Wednesday, still dealing with that hamstring injury. A uh, guy that you probably leaned on earlier in the season that just mm. has missed week after week here towards towards the end of the season. Dolphins wide receiver Tyreek Hill didn't practice on Wednesday with the ankle injury. Guy, you're going to have to just keep an eye out for FF Daydreamers on social media because he's the way and see right now. I think it's a big game for them, though. I don't see how he misses it. It's true. I think it depends on how practice goes, but I think for the most part, they're being precautionary, but it's still, yeah, you still have to wait and see. And so it's like, oh, if he doesn't practice, then it's that's not a good sign. That is big for my team. Uh, 
Titans quarterback Will Levis didn't practice on Wednesday. If he doesn't play, uh, Mike Rabel said it'll be Ryan Tannehill starting. So we'll get a little bit of Tannehill back. Interesting. Hopefully he doesn't have to uh, be the placeholder for any any kicks. (laughs) True. True. Um, I also, oh man, whenever Tannehill was there, the wide receivers, any pass catcher, Pass catching just went down the drain there for the Titans. Well, it was all Hopkins. Uh, Hopkins was like the main target. Now I know, but Hopkins. even Hopkins wasn't really that great, right? Yeah, I do agree. He wasn't that great with saying it was just all Hopkins. Yeah. Um, and then Nick Westbrook-Kino went on IR, so he won't be playing the rest of the season uh, for the Titans. But Packers wide receiver Christian Watson didn't practice on Wednesday dealing with the hamstring injury. That's mm. a tough one, Ryan. I mean, what could have been what we've seen Jaden Reed do all, all year, Romeo Dubs, all year long. Yeah, I mean, what could have been injury after injury. Yeah, Patriots running back Ramondre Stevenson not practicing still with the ankle injury, and then Patriots tight end Hunter Henry didn't practice on Wednesday with knee injury. Mm. Uh, so someone you could have been leading on streaming tight end uh, might want to go somewhere else this week. Yeah. Cardinals wide receiver Marquise Brown dealing with the heel injury. Didn't practice on Wednesday. Probably not playing him, right? Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Saints wide Saints wide I was going to say, he's not even the main. Today. Yeah, true. He's not even the main receiver in there. And I will talk about that person later. Saints wide receiver Chris Olave is expected to play tonight. Good. Uh, Good. Yeah. We like to see that. We do. Chargers wide receiver Keenan Allen didn't practice on Wednesday. I don't think he plays this week. So. We don't like seeing that. Don't <laughs> like seeing that. Vikings running back Alexander Madison did not play practice on Wednesday. Uh, either way, even if he does play, it seems like it's going to be Ty Chandler as the pi- primary running back there. And if Madison does play, he'll be the backup. Mm. So. Seahawks running back Kenneth Walker popped up on the injury report on Wednesday with a new shoulder injury. So something to just keep your eye on, uh, see how that progresses. Mm. And that'll do it for the news. Now let's get into some start sit questions. Gentlemen, start, start, All right, so if you guys are still alive in your fantasy leagues, you guys need your questions answered Go ahead and throw them over to us at FF Daydreamers on social media or join us on Twitch and drop your questions in the chat. So I'm just going to give you guys a couple players and you tell me which one you would start, which one you would sit this week. First, David Montgomery at Minnesota or Kenneth Walker at Tennessee. Uh, Both. I think, okay, both these guys, I think, are like top 24 guys this week. Um. So both RB2 options, but I'm going to go even despite the shoulder injury, the new injury, I'm going to go Kenneth Walker. Um, I mean, he's going to be leading the backfield versus Montgomery, who is kind of the RB2 to uh, Jameer Gibbs. You know, certain games, he he does still play well, but it's the RB1 on a team versus the RB2. Um, and even though Walker only had like around 50%, I think of the snaps, he'd had 22 touches for 112 total yards and a score versus the Eagles. So he's involved in the passing game since coming back from his injury, or at least more involved, which is good to see. 
and the Titans are a much better matchup than Minnesota is, who has only given up 92 rushing yards per game, while Tennessee has given up 113, so at least 20 more. Um, Tennessee's also given up more, uh, just more yards in general and touchdowns. So I'm going to go Kenneth Walker. I got to agree with you there. I'm going Kenneth Walker as well. I got him back to back uh, right now. Mm. I think David Montgomery against Minnesota, that's a great play. Uh, both, yeah. both of these guys are going to be top 20 this week, I think. Uh, the problem is, is Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. I think that split is much more fantasy split than the Ken Walker and Zach Charbonnet split. Uh, Ken mm-hmm. Walker is is the dominant running back there still. Gets pass, passing down work, like Keone said. Uh, so give me Ken Walker by just a little bit. Uh, you guys kind of swayed me. It's really 50-50 here. I see you I start both of these guys, really. Mm-hmm. They're both good backs, but Ken Walker over Montgomery. He's a lead back over uh, Gibbs, who's been on fire. Sorry, Gibbs, lead back over Montgomery. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing is Gibbs has been on fire. This could be, I mean, Detroit against Minnesota, this could be a a big game. This is going to be a big game for that division, essentially. I mean, I think uh, Detroit's pretty close to locking it up. Uh, it could be a two-touchdown game from Montgomery and just it could explode. But I think the safer bet is going with Walker. All right, next question. B. John Robinson versus the Indianapolis Colts or Puka Nakua versus the New Orleans Saints? So despite Arthur Smith being the front runner for the potentially to be renamed Bruce Arians Bitch of the Year Award, I have to give this to Bijan. Uh, he he's he was on a pretty good run before Arthur Smith pretty much pranked the entire fantasy world in week fifteen. <laughs> um, but I think I think he has to use him this week um, in order to stay in contention for that division. Meanwhile, I think Cooper uh, Cooper Cup. I think he's going to be the main receiver in for the Rams, like he has been for the past few weeks. Um, I think the Saints are a tougher defense than the Colts. And so it might be a little bit like it could be an easier day in terms of matchup for, for Bijan. And so while it is kind of like you never really know with Bijan, I think the matchup and potential is, is a little bit better for, for him. I agree. Bijan it is. Uh, I like Puka, but Cooper Cup has been better. Yeah. Problem is, is Bijan can literally give you well, not nothing, but so close to nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like that it is Heineke a little bit, <laughs> even though we've already seen it, and and I know it doesn't really help him that much. Um, I do like that it's Heineke, so I'll I'll go with you guys, and I'll go Bijan as well. But that's close because Puka's going to get, you know, his eight, mm. eight targets or whatever. And yeah. if he catches all eight of them and gets in the end zone, then. Yep. All right. Next question. Devon A-Chain versus Dallas or T. Higgins at Pittsburgh? Man, this one's easy. Yeah. This one's easy. <laughs> T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Yeah, yeah. We don't even have to spend a lot of time on that. Devon A-Chain banged up still, still limited and stuff. Uh Jamar Chase not playing at all. Yeah. T. Higgins is going to be the the wide receiver one there. T. Higgins, easy one. All right. Chris Olave versus the New York Giants or DeAndre Hopkins versus the Seattle Seahawks. 
Um, I go Olave because like, yeah. even though he hasn't, even though he didn't play in week 15, I think he's still a better wide receiver for this year. Um, and it's a Thursday night game. So it's like, Oh, sh- short, but again, he didn't play last week and, but he should be good to go. And D hop is kind of, is a little hard to trust. You know, he's kind of boomer bust. So over the past four weeks, he's gone from wide receiver 52 to 14 to five. And then all the way back to 78. So like, I know it's a better matchup and it's a good matchup versus Seattle, but Seattle right now is they've been playing tough. Like their defense, like they've been, you know, on one for the past few weeks and they're playing well. So I like, um, I like Olave a, a lot more for this one. I'm going Olave too, uh, especially Ryan Tannehill, uh, playing quarterback for the Titans. Um, we saw him in Hopkins earlier in the season where, you know, it took 13 targets in week one for DeAndre Hopkins to finish as the wide receiver 26. Uh, and he didn't finish inside the top 36 again until week five. Um, with Ryan Tannehill, he just, he just was not that guy. Maybe they got it clicking later on in the season, but uh, I don't think so because, well, it's been Will Levis uh, as of late. And so I'm I'm going Chris Olave here. Maybe you're worried about the ankle injury. Don't be. Uh, if he plays, you start him. Uh, if he doesn't, then go ahead and put in Hopkins. But this isn't a question to me whether it's uh, who you start, but whether Chris Olave is actually playing or not. And it looks like he's going to. Mm. I agree. Chris Olave. Yeah. Best play. All right. Last question. Devin Singletary versus Cleveland or Najee Harris versus Cincinnati? So Cleveland is a really, really good defense, but I'm going to go with Devin Singletary. He is getting the volume and he has been fantasy relevant five out of the past six weeks. It would be hard not to play him given his production as of late. Um, I also really don't want to play anybody on the Steelers right now. (laughs) So um, they're not really good. They kind of made me really mad in this past week. And both Harris and Warren kind of flip flop back and forth as the RB one week to week. So I just, yeah, I think I can trust Devin Singletary a little bit more to at least get the amount of work that I need to be able to play him. I think it's going to be another Warren week. And so what you get 10 to 12 points from Warren, which I mean, it's good. It's all right. It's not, it's not going to win you championships though. Um, I think uh, Najee, uh, he's not getting very much passing down work. Maybe a couple of targets a game at if that Devin Singletary has been turning it on as of late. So I think I go Singletary here too. This is that's a tough one. You're mm. you're in a tough spot if these are the, the two players you're choosing between. I yeah, think. just because of the matchup for Singletary. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. That'll do it for our start sick questions. Let's move on to our nightmares. Yeah. All right. What player do you not want to start this week? Um, I think I'm starting with a, maybe a little bit of a controversial one, a hot take. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'm going to start <laughs> with Austin Eckler. Um, this is more of like a nightmare into like a paralysis demon. Cause there's not much that I can really, you can really do about this one. Like it's just, you have to live with it for at least, you know, another week or two depending. Um, and I just do not want to play him against the bills who are probably going to 
go absolutely ham to shit off against Easton Stick and the Chargers. Um, I could easily see it happening. Um, and especially if the Chargers play the way they did last week, Eckler is going to be not very efficient and not really be that great for fantasy. Um, probably a lot of three and outs, you know, or not just drive stalling. Um, the unfortunate thing is he's probably still one of the better backs you have on your team at this point in the season. And so it makes it kind of almost nearly impossible to, to not play him, which makes this really kind of this agonizing nightmare of, of a play this week. Um, almost Shakespearean really to Eckler or not to Eckler. That is the question. Whether tis nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of possible fantasy fortune, or take arms against a sea of trash talk, and by opposing, silence them, to cry, to weep. I agree 100%. Okay. But, yeah, I don't want to start Eckler, but you probably actually kind of have to. You probably yeah. aren't even in the playoffs if you have Eckler, I mean, unless you... Unless you did some magic on the waiver wire, which you could have, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, my nightmare this week is Deontay Johnson. Uh, Keanu talked about he doesn't want to start any Steelers. I am right there with him. Uh, Deontay Johnson in the last three weeks has looked not great, but he scored touchdowns in the last three weeks. So he's been decent for fantasy, you know, a top 30 guy, top 24 most of the time. Um, not get, Not having a lot of catches, though. Four catches, three catches, four catches. Um, targets, five, seven, six. You know, he, he's getting a couple targets, but not enough to keep him super alive in for fantasy. Uh, he really is dependent on those touchdowns. Against Cincinnati, he could score one. It's not a great defense. They're pretty banged up, too. Uh, but I just wouldn't be counting on him doing it again, especially with Mason Rudolph at quarterback. Uh, this is going to be a tough, tough watch if you even do watch it. I don't blame me if you don't. Saturday morning, I got my cartoons on. So I uh, won't be watching Deontay Johnson. You know, at least he puts effort in on a play. <laughs> Unlike some of the other receivers on that team. Yeah. I don't even think the other receiver is worth mentioning for fantasy <laughs> anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, I got Dalton Kincaid. Uh Week seven through week 11, he was going over 10 fantasy points weekly. The last three weeks, 8.8, 7.1, and zero. Uh, he is just back to being an untrusted tight end with Don Knox back in the uh, mix. And his offense seems to be changing by the minute. You know, it just takes what it's given. And it has been given to Don Kincaid. And so with him getting goose last week, I just don't know how you could start him around two, which I might fair. have to do in the league. <laughs> fair, fair. All right. Yeah. Let's move on to some Christmas miracles. It's a miracle. All right. What player is going to be a Christmas miracle and get you into your championship? And I got a layup here. James Cook. I mean, you guys talked about... Um, the Chargers and Bills game. And this team is probably just going to beat up on the Chargers. Uh, James Cook, questionable this week. Right now, uh, dealing with an illness. Don't worry about it. 
It's all. It, I mean, Wednesday he was sick. He's going to be over it uh, by by Saturday. He'll be fine. He'll be out there playing. And I mean, if it's anything like last week against Dallas, where he got twenty five carries. Uh, which could easily happen again. And that's just the carries, not including the passing down work, which we know he can catch the ball out of the backfield. We've, he gets targets. Um, James Cook could just destroy this Chargers team by himself. Uh, so pretty easy yeah. one. Give me James Cook. Start him up easy. Yeah, we are, uh, we are looking forward to, to a James Cook, a big James Cook performance this week. Um, another guy who's been putting in the work and has really elevated his game, you know, gotten to the top of his uh, particular position. And I'm alluded to it earlier. It's Trey McBride tight end for the Arizona Cardinals, just playing like lights out great games in six of his past seven games. He has been a force to be reckoned with at the position starting in week eight. He has finished as the tight end one. And followed by his only really bad performance of the stretch at tight end 27. But then he follows it up, makes a comeback with tight end two, tight end 11, then tight end seven, three and three. Those are numbers that you love to see. You know, in that span, he's averaged nine targets per game over seven catches per game and 77 yards per game with three of those games going 95 yards or more. Um, he is super good and they are getting him the ball. He's pretty much their top receiver and it's not even like close and they have a great matchup versus the bears. One of the worst teams versus the tight end, allowing the third most receptions. They've allowed six touchdowns to the position, which is tied fifth from or the tied for the fifth most. He's going to be a top 10, top five tight end um, again, and he is going to help you make it to the championship. Like he is going to be solid at that position for you. Another tight end is David Njoku, uh, the guy who's gone two and two the last two weeks. Um, and with Joe Flacco, he is basically one of the most important people in this offense going against Houston. And it's he's been involved weekly in the offense. But again, with Joe Flacco, everything is picked up. I don't know how you I, I don't know how he's not a top five tight end. I mean, until this, we see a role that uh, decreases. This guy had 14 targets, 8, 6, 9, 15, 9. I mean, it's, it's just endless. It's endless, endless amount of volume. It, it, it's, it's going against Houston. These guys, you know, somehow Cleveland keeps winning these games and Joe Flacco keeps throwing for over 250 yards. I don't understand what's happening in Cleveland, but it's fantasy goodness. Start Amari Cooper and start David Njoku. And Njoku's just giving you the miracle. True. Two tight ends in the top five. You heard it here on the Fantasy Daydreamers. All right, that'll do it for the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to hey, like, subscribe. Whose favorite song is I Can't Feel My Face? <laughs> Like and subscribe wherever you are listening to this podcast for more jokes like that. You guys want to come follow us on Twitch, twitch.com slash daydream media. Come hang out with us every Sunday and Wednesday night. Uh, FFJ Dreamers on all social medias. And remember to stay dreaming. Have a lovely holiday season. I'm just saying, stay safe, be, be merry. Be kind, all that good stuff. I didn't live it or better. Stay dreaming.